Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. Welcome to Where Brains on the Edge with April Mahoney and Susan East. Yay. This is the place where the conversation is pointed. The guests are sharp and the responses are never dull. Brains, we're going to have a mature conversation. I woke up about four months ago and realized I was a senior citizen. I had turned 60 years old. And yes, there is gray up under this Afro, but there's also a lot of wisdom. You know, they teach us how to get our Medi-Cal. They teach us how to get Social Security, a pension if you're lucky, how to do your living will and trust. But does life teach us how to live after 55? Does it teach us how to re-engage? Because life isn't over. This is the best supreme part of your life. You don't have any little kids. And if you do, they go home to their parents. You've worked. You want to enjoy yourself, but you also have to be conscious and you have to be mindful. You have to exercise. You have to stimulate your mind, your heart, and you have to work with great people like Susan East. She's dedicating her golden years to working with people 55 and over to really engage and learn how to enjoy your life. It's not over. Actually, it's just begun. So let's welcome her to the edge. How are you today, Susan East? Great. Oh, thank you so much, April. This is so wonderful and life is beautiful. Yes, life it is. is just perfect. And I appreciate you giving me this opportunity to share uh, what I have learned and how life has changed for me in the last two years, really two and a half years. Uh, when I started my business. And uh, this is just, this is wonderful. And thank you for that. Well, thank you. Now, let's be transparent. Tell my brains how young you are. <laughs> I'm 71. And, 71. Um, 71. And I came from the fitness world, believe it or not, I do uh, and the medical field. Uh, I've learned how my body works. I've learned how to use my body to keep my body in shape, uh, what I need to do to stay fit, but I never stopped to think about the, my mind and how I think, because once we get the body in shape, but if our heads aren't in the correct place, we need to do something for that. And so I got into personal development because I knew the body but I didn't understand my mind and why I did the things I did, why I responded or reacted to things I did. I needed to learn more about who I am as a person so that I could grow the rest of me. Well, you know what? You blossom like a lotus flower. Yes, you have. Okay, so let's dial back the layers on this. Because, like I said in the opening, they teach us how to die, but they do not teach us how to live and still live a full life. Now, you were in the medical field. 
-hmm. and also fitness. Right. Well, here I am. I don't know if you've seen my post lately, but I am in the middle of a sugar detox and car detox, girl. And last night it was the headache from hell. It, you know what? And I'm not doing, my daughter did an extreme sugar where she was looking at every label and just nothing with sugar. I'm not doing that. I'm just not doing any extra sugar and things that I know that have sugar. I'm doing that, but also the carbohydrates. Carbs yes. are my friends. I love some bread, some pasta, some some potatoes <laughs> and rice, but I'm also looking at my 1AC and it ain't cute. And I'm also, blood pressure's fine, but the cholesterol. And they want to put me on medication and I'm fighting them. I'm fighting them. So I'm going to give myself this opportunity. But what I had to learn and what I had to come to the realization, it's not about other people. It's about the commitment that I am making to myself. It is a promise that I am making to myself, not outside influences, not Mr. Magnificent, but can I keep this? I've achieved every other goal. Can I keep this commitment? And you have to be conscious and mindful. What are you doing? Let's start with fitness, physical fitness. What do you do for physical fitness? What I do? Well, I taught for over 50 years. And my specialty at that was spinning. I don't know if you're Mm. familiar with spinning at all. But that's what I did the most of. I retired uh, when I was 69 from the fitness world. And so... uh, I started then I walk and I walk about three miles. When I get out, I walk three miles because walking is such a nice, easy, I, I say easy, but it's just something it may not be, but for me, walking, well, you know what I, I found do, too was, you know, I got a little kink in my hip every now and then, but you don't have to walk at other people's pace. It's like life. You walk at your own pace. Absolutely. And that's with any kind of fitness, I believe. I do Pilates. I love Pilates. Um, That has always been. There are times, though, that I'll do some high-intensity exercises as well. It just depends on me. What do you think about weightlifting? They say weightlifting is really important at this point in our life. Well, uh, what I am learning, because for me, I want to learn. I want to continue studying, learning, educating myself on what goes on. If you can lift your body weight, just you doing that, that makes all the difference in the world because our bodies, as we get older, the osteoporosis, all these wonderful things that we're gifted with (laughs) come into play, you know, but if you can use your body weight, that is just as powerful as using hand weights. Do I use hand weights? Yes, I do. Do I use heavy hand weights? Not anymore. There was a time when I was uh, tried to impress myself, perhaps others too. I don't really, I try not to think about the past that much because I like to live in the moment. But I used to use heavy weights, but that is not, what's important to me is being able to take care of yourself with what you have and not anything extra to that. Absolutely. And the muscle mass, because, yes. you know, again, your arms get flabby. You can't pick up some, even your hands. Yes. So I noticed because I have really good hands. I give Mr. Magnificent a massage and he holds a lot of his tension in his hands. Yes. And so that can be arthritis there and his feet 
All right. Yes. So now let's yes. talk about stimulating your mind. Mm-hmm. A lot of dementia, a lot of Alzheimer's. So what I did was I'm fighting that too. I started mm-hmm. taking guitar lessons. There you go. Well, it's not easy. <laughs> trying to remember the muscle memory, trying to strum, trying to keep time, read the music and sing. Oh my I goodness. It. I love but it. It is stimulating my mind. It is encouraging me to think. I've got to practice a lot more. But what do you do to stimulate your mind muscle? Oh, my. So many things. I wanted to share with you. I play the cello as well. (gasps) And so that I don't I play at it at this point. I used to play the cello quite a bit. I used to play in Indian restaurants, believe that or not, in when I lived in Little Rock. So uh, it was very interesting. And it's that eye hand movement coordination and it is really a a great thing to do but what do I do to stimulate my mind that's a it's a good question because it's something that I do every day every day what I what I try to do is to first sit down and just focus on me before I get out of bed I give thanks for getting up in the morning that's right. I read, I study, I do affirmations all the time because when we get older, we have a tendency to forget who we are yeah. because all of our lives we have given to others. We have given to the workforce. We have given to our families, our, our children, our grandchildren. We're always giving. And I want to insert here, there's a a poem by Bill Gove. If I want to be free, I've got to be me. And I've got to know who me is. I'm not the me my wife thinks I should be. I'm not the me my kids think I should be. If I want to be free, I've got to be me. And I've got to know who me is. And when I thought about that poem, do you know who you are? We, we do all these things, but we, nothing will be effective until you understand who you are on the inside. Because we can do external things, but external doesn't create the positivity that is within you. That's why I created Alignment Activator. I saw that I needed to align my actions, my behavior, my thinking into alignment as it comes into my mind and think about what I'm doing and then creating an emotion to go with that. Like it gives them value to what I put into my mind, give it value. And if I can give it value, I can then release that and give that value to somebody else. We think if we do for ourselves, that's everything. But truly, it's when we give of ourselves to others, that's when we're doing all the work. That's when the beauty comes. Well, so, you know what I you know what I hear? I hear the glory of goodness. I hear radiating from up above. It is a spiritual awakening and a spiritual consciousness. 
Yes. Not about mindset. Brains, mindset is old. It's about being awake. It's about being conscious. It's about being creative. It's about forward progressive thinking because we're going on to the next evolution. If you're lucky and you ask. (laughs) And we are, we are a spiritual being. That's right. And we live in a physical body. A meat suit brains. (laughs) But you know what? And, and And it's so true. And if you don't believe it, just wait and see. Just wait yes. and see. I yeah. am a believer and I walk in my faith. Yes. But my religion doctrine runs parallel to my spiritual awakening. There are two mm-hmm. different engines that run in the yes. same machine and you have to yes. feed them. So well, see, and that, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, that is one thing because it's not about religion it's about the spiritual being it is some people call it spirit some call it universe some call it energy it doesn't matter what you call it what is important is to understand that that is who you are that's right that is who you are let me dial back to something else because i want to get back to that senior citizens stuff yeah so we talked about your body we talked about Mm -hmm. your mind Talk about senior citizens and their sexuality. Oh, you're kicking it up a notch. Because I found uh, 40 at 50, I, and at 60, I am this just rare. <laughs> and a friend of mine's mother, yeah, I, and a friend of mine's mother is 80, and she's still, you know, turning and burning. Very active. Yes. And you know what, Brains? It doesn't have to be, and you know, I'm being graphic, we're grown, but it doesn't have to be the actual intercourse, mm-hmm. but just the intimacy of love. And just it's the touching the, feeling. The, it's yeah. the touching, it's the feeling. You still want to feel sexy <laughs> as a woman. You still want to feel desired as a man. Yes. Where, where do you find people, you know, 70 and 80? Do they even have this conversation? Because some of the seniors I know, they are doing the most. <laughs> I love it. And yes, and there is nothing wrong. If you think about that, when we get to this point in our life, we don't have to worry that much about who's else is around or, you know. Getting pregnant. Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Pregnant is a very good one. Uh, but I mean, you don't have to worry about that. I I, I love touching my husband all the time. I, do I mean, just all the time and rubbing his head or just whatever. Yeah. And just like a sweet closeness. little kiss. Yeah, the closeness. Yes. yes, it's the closeness. And you know, those are things we really need to consider more of and not be afraid. Sometimes when we get older, we feel like, you know, we've grown apart because a lot of people have not, not everybody's the same. So, you know, what we try to do is, is let them know it's all okay. And I think sometimes we, we forget it's okay. We have to try to remember what was it that brought us to this point in our lives? I mean, I'll be married for 42 years and it's just like, you know, it's like, okay, you know, now I have time. I can get back to the touching you, hugging you. I want to hold his hand constantly. I when do we're too. out, I've always got his arm on. I'm, I want to be 
touching him. I want to feel his body close to me. Yes. I know. I've been married 38 years. You've been married 40. And it is a matter of appreciation. Yeah. You know, I cooked breakfast for him or I'll, you know, get him a glass of water. And the first thing he sees is, thank you, baby. I appreciate you. Thank you. It's just the little things. It doesn't have to be. Now, I love flowers. You know, he can come in with some flowers and he gets anything he wants. Flowers or diamonds. But now we're creating memories at this point. I don't need the stuff. We love to travel. We love to, you know, we say our prayers at night like two little kids. You know, and I'll say, okay, it's your turn. It's my turn. It's about gratitude and appreciation that we have been able to travel on yes. this particular journey, 40 yes. years with the same person, 38 yes. years with the same person. That is such a gift. That yes. is such a gift. Because some people so- don't even live that long. Uh, my aunt, this is a funny story. <laughs> it was a shotgun wedding. My grandfather made uh, Joe marry her. Joe went out and got some cigarettes. Joe ain't come back. <laughs> Seriously. And, <laughs> you know, so things happen. So it's about the appreciation of the, the, the tribe that you build around you, your grandchildren. You know, as we progress, all of our friends are dying off. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what do you want your is. legacy to be, Susan? How do you want to be remembered? Wow. You know, that's very interesting. I really haven't thought much about a legacy because that's going to be so far much, that's so far down the road for me. I don't even know. (laughs) But I hope it's one that um, Susan was here to help and to serve people, to show love and kindness and to give of herself in everything she does. That's a beautiful, that, and me, I want to be known as a communicator. I want to be a spark. I want to, yes. I want to ignite people. I want them to say, wow, yes. you know, when April came into the room, it just lit up with and, and it was a force. And that's so important. You yes. know, that, that's what drives me to do the things that I do. I love so it. Let's talk about a little bit about alignment activator. What is that? And what do you do? Oh, that's so awesome. Thank you. Um, I empower and inspire professional women to unveil their infinite happiness with passionate leadership. That is my little slogan that I put up there because I want women to know that there is so much inside them, that this is a life of so much and we have no clue what is hidden down inside us and i want to awaken them i know that's a subjective term but i want i want to wake them up to see that their life is really just beginning and because you then have you you're not going to work you're not doing it for somebody else for someone else's goals or dreams you're doing it for you if this is your opportunity to grow, to expand, to be who you are meant to be, to be free. And that is what I am. And and freedom is subjective as well. Yeah. My is. mentor said to me one day, I said, oh, I'm so fearful. She says, are you afraid to be free or are yeah. you free to be afraid? 
Ah, see, that's good. I like that. And it's a choice. It's yes. a choice and it's an option. Um, but you do some fun things too. Let's get to know you a little bit. Outside <laughs> of playing the cello and doing Pilates and living life to the fullest, what is some of your guilty pleasures? I mean, just, you know, when, when somebody's watching, what are you doing? <laughs> I love <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> well, we've already talked about the intimacy. <laughs> we've already talked about that part. Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, you know, I, I love to eat, if you really want to know something. But I think one of can you believe I I I can eat. I'm I'm one of those binge eaters, so I have to be real careful. <laughs> mm. But so that's a good thing to know. Um, but one of my I think the most delight that I have for me are my grandchildren and still my children. If that if that's it, not probably sounds crazy, but I love being around them. I love to watch them grow. Uh, my seven-year-old niece, or niece, my seven-year-old granddaughter and I are writing a book oh. together. And that, to me, is so exciting. Just I have another grandmother and grandson team. I'm going to send you the link. They wrote a book, and it is going through the roof. But And I met Brains. I met her. Her name is Collins, Collins. and she drew me a picture. And it's on my wall of fame back here with all the other celebrities. She is a superstar. And that's that's going to be somebody to watch. You know, being a grandparent is gentler, mm -hmm. sweeter, and kinder. And cooler. Yes. My mother was the coolest grandmother. I mean, it wasn't like all this old school stuff, this, that, and the other. <laughs> she asked she asked me, she was watching a, a television show, and she says, April, what is a booty call? And I was like, and I was like, mother, it's a, a telemarketer with the wrong number. <laughs> you know, but it, it's, it's just grandparents are the greatest, but they are not appreciated like they once, once were. Now, you know, growing up, there's a generation between you and I, but you relished your grandparent. Your mother made sure before you spent a dollar of that Christmas money that you called and thanked them, that you went over and you uh, you visited them, that yes. you respected them. You wouldn't dare say a curse word in front of them. You wouldn't dare not wash your hands, uh, do those things. This generation is a little bit different. And I think there is a gap in there because the parents are not cultivating their children to respect the elders. Do you find that that's true in some cases? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And it's it's very sad because sad. as we get older, we have so much to offer them. They, they will lose so much of um, life. You know, life right now for them is all electronical, uh, something to do with exterior things. And that again, here we go with me. I am very internal to learn from your grandparents all those wonderful stories that once they go, they will be gone. And you will never know how did you and grandma meet? 
Where did you go on your first date? What did you do? Things that you would never know. And to me, that's such a loss. But as parents of, of their parents should try their hardest to get or try to inspire them to appreciate the grandparents more. It's just we get so caught up in the external world and the workforce and I got to hurry, I've got to hurry, I've got to hurry. Now we come to a time we need to slow down because it will all be lost if we don't take the time to learn it. And because history repeats itself. Yeah, you, you, you need to know it. And I think once you know it and then the grandparents are gone, you, you know, you can reflect back and say, you know what, I remember when we sat down and just talked. And those talks can be the most important conversations these children will ever have. Ever. These talks can give them the foundation that they need to grow to be a strong person. Without these talks, they'll never know what that is. They won't. And that's but, you know, now what they want, Susan, is they want information in bite-sized pieces. Yeah. They want it quick and slick. I was just telling my daughter the other day, I said, honey, you have to turn on mainstream news, whether you want to or not. I said, there are some things that are going to help you dodge that bullet. Like when you're coming back from Disneyland, is there road closures? Is the train not going to work? Is it raining? You know, just basic things. No, I, you know, I, I, I'm going to get it on this website or that website. And I said, you know what? That's not real life. Not there. Do you remember the days of the Barbara Walters and the Walter Cronkites when they actually delivered the news and gave you an opportunity to edit and filter? Do you remember when they used to deliver the newspaper? I saw the newspaper the other day. I thought it was a pamphlet. <laughs> there was absolutely no substance, nothing of value. Uh, the children don't have to sign their name. Looks like they're writing with their feet. There's no penmanship. There's just a certain savoir-faire and elegance and grace about things that are nostalgic. And I'm really hoping that we can instill that. I do that with my daughter all the time. Arts, culture, theater, history. You know, I don't have anything, but I'm going to get a grand puppy. But I'll invest it in the grand puppy. <laughs> you know? I love it. But so that, life is wonderful. Awesome. So I'm yes. going to ask you a few other fun questions before we conclude, okay? Yes. What are three things that you absolutely cannot live without? Not talking about the grandkids or okay. all that stuff. What are three things that you can't live without? Can't live without. Well, that's very good. I believe, oh my, I would say my spiritual awakening that happens every day. I can't live without that. My studying of myself, I can't live without that. And keeping myself healthy and vibrant, I can't live without that. Well, you're doing a heck of a job. <laughs> if you were an appliance in the kitchen, Susan oh. East. What appliance would you be and why? Oh, that's a good one. Appliance in the kitchen. I could be the oven because I'm hot. Oh, shoot. 
and I'd be the refrigerator because I just want to chill. How about that? I love it. What would you tell a 25-year-old Susan East? What would I tell a 25-year-old? Hmm. Very good question. There's so much I would love to say to a 25-year-old because life is just beginning for them and they have a lot to offer. But to understand that life isn't everything that you see around you. Life begins inside who you are, how you live, what you think about yourself. Know who you are on the inside because that will come out and your life will be beautiful. You will attract exactly what you want and what you need. What would you tell an 80-year-old? I would tell an 80-year-old, I hope you are ready because life is beautiful. You have just begun. Don't allow the exterior world to tell you that you can't, you shouldn't, and you ought not do this. Do not allow that. Set your mind on what you want. Your mind is so strong. We haven't even got a clue what all you can do with that mind. We just have just little tidbits here and there. But study, learn, use it, because whatever you put in there is what comes out. Leave the negative behind. Think of the positive, stay positive, and know it's not just you. You have this universe, this beautiful spiritual power that comes within you constantly. Use it, let it come through. Mm. Ah, that teary eye squirted a tear there. You better stop it. Oh, honey. <laughs> It's beautiful, you know, and I, there's so much to look forward to. It's not over until it's over. I asked my mother at 91, I said, how was life at 91? She said, it's the pits. <laughs> I said, it's the we'll pits. Tell your mother, we need to join up here. We need, I need to talk right. to your You mom. know, but she was, she was in that state of transition. You know, she oh, okay. was tired of the, the poking and the probbing and the medication and not feeling good. And, you know, this, the body was starting to shut down. Yeah. But I told her, I said, what I want you to do is re-engage the spirit. Yes. I said, the spirit is in full effect. Yes. You know? And I would play my singing bowl and just open up the portal and change her frequency. And I got yeah. to lay my chest on her chest and feel her last heartbeats. Oh. So then I got to see her soul literally leave her body. And it right. was such a gift. It oh. was such a gift. And I know I know that if we walk in the light, good, bad, or indifferent, we are not perfect. No. But if we acknowledge and take ownership yeah. and try to engage that, yes. I do believe that there is a greater, a greater transition. Yes. And that these people that have been left behind or gone before us, we will mm -hmm. intersect again. I do believe that. Yes. So I am so looking forward to you and Colin's book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so quickly tell me what is going to be what's the premise of the book well believe it or not uh she she works with me in my studies so uh it is a premise of a brother and sister their name is vibe and ration for vibration 
Mm. Because we live in a world of vibration. Wow. And they live on frequency lane because it's the frequencies these vibrations come from. Mm. And we are creating this castle that they live in. And each room is a different story. They will go, they open the door and it's a new adventure in every room of their door in every room of their home. Well, I believe it. My last question for you. What planet are you from? Wow. (laughs) You know, I've never really thought about that. That's very interesting. I'm from planet Earth, but (laughs) some of my ideas are somewhere else. Not me. I'm from Jupiter. all the different rings of energy i'm way out there you know if you could time travel what period would you land in Hmm. if i could time travel to be honest with you i am really happy right where i am (laughs) are you i want to be in the year 3000 Oh, you want to move up? Look at you! I You're wanna, always on speed. I want to on speed mode. I just want to go straight ahead. You know what? Because I've absorbed what I could absorb from the past. I honor, as we yeah. talked about, my uh, my ancestors. Yeah, I relished my mother and my grandmother. Yeah. I adore my husband. I yeah. poured into my children. So yeah. now the trajectory is just straightforward, and <laughs> I am ready to go. So well, then tell maybe Colin, that's where I need to be. I need to be headed out, hadn't I? <laughs> well, tell Colin that I'm there on the same vibration with her mm-hmm. and her book, and I'm looking so forward to that. You have been mm-hmm. such an amazing gift and and guest. Mm-hmm. I can only hope and pray that when mm-hmm. I'm in my seventies, that I can be as radiant and as, as vivacious as you. Thank you for joining me here on the on the edge. Tell my yeah. brains how to get in contact with you, Susan East. They can reach me at Susan East at Alignment Activator. And I would like to offer a, uh, a gift of a meditation that I did to relax and just be. For anybody who is wanting it, they can message me and just put uh, meditation in there. And I'd be more than happy to send it to them. Well, Brains, I need you to get your meditation on right here on the edge. Okay, because we are doing the M-O-S-T. We are doing the most right here. We're changing our frequency. We're loving on ourselves. We're embracing our age and our wisdom, and we're pouring into others. Thank you so much. You are such a Thank you. My friend. All right. Bye, Brains. (laughs) Bye-bye.